Hello. 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 Hola. Como estas? How are we doing today? It's great to see you on another one-of-a-kind episode of the One-of-a-Kind podcast for unemployed individuals. And um, it's another week. We're a little late because I just I guess I just felt like it could keep you guys held over because I did the April Fool's episode, you know? It was great when I did that April Fool's episode. That was all me. It was beautiful. I got a little introspective on there, too. Don't, uh, don't get too, uh, too sad about your lives out there. But, uh, yeah. Hey, man, April Fool's and Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. And this is old news now. I mean, it's old news, but, um... It's hard to not talk about it still because people are still making memes about it and shit. So it's hard to not talk about it. But um, that was crazy, wasn't it? My God. Just walked up on stage, man. What What world do you live in where you could just walk up on stage? The thing is, you walked up on stage and slapped them for like a mediocre joke. That's like some shit you say at, like, a lunch table with your boys. Like, love to see you in the next movie that came out. Like, it wasn't that crazy. But, um, yeah, there's footage of of Jada laughing now. They said, oh, that's the craziest thing we've seen. That's probably the best thing on television. And people were laughing. No, Jada was laughing. Jada was laughing. She was like, oh. Oh heavens. After after the slap. I don't know. I don't know how Jada's supposed to react, you know? But um I don't know how Jada's supposed to react, but um that was pretty crazy, you know? Um but yeah, man. Uh Will Will's wildin' Uh, Chris Rock should have beat him on live TV. Once you disrespect my face in front of other people, just the amount, the amount of rage that encompasses my body. Encompasses? I don't know if I'm using the right word. That arises in my body. It's like, you're going to embarrass me in front of everybody? You know what they they use the fucking Kevin Hart meme. You gonna slap me in front of my friends? In front of my friends? In front of my friends? That one. They use that meme, and that was definitely what happened. Chris Rock's friends was there. I don't know who he's friends with. When you're in Hollywood, when you're in Hollywood, I feel like you have to. You're friends with with everybody, even if you don't want to be friends. You you kind of just get looped with everybody, though. You know. You get looped in with everybody, so. You're all friends now. Who even knows? Was Will and Chris Rock even friends? They're not. I've never seen them together. They've never played a movie together. I don't think they're friends. Honestly, if they were friends, maybe Will would have second thought about slapping him. But I don't think they're friends. 
And we kind of looped them together. And we're like, what? Why would he slap Chris Rock? Because he said something about his wife that had a had a few entanglements, by the way. I'm not saying that you're not worth protecting once you, you know, cheated and have some entanglements with, um, you know, in, a pa- in, a, in your past. But, like, you seem real nonchalant about it. I mean, probably y'all worked it out. Y'all probably worked it out. But it's just it's just all bad. Jada kind of kind of messed him up. Jada kind of messed Will up. That's all I'm saying. We the, and there's always this 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 way that we perceive people or we perceive that people have to be in Hollywood, you know? And it's like once when you fuck up in Hollywood, when you mess up in Hollywood, that's it. That's it. You don't there's there's no room for for recourse or or redemption. Because he messed up. He slapped him and he messed up. They slapped him and he messed up. And now he's, what is he? Now he has to be, um, what is it? Relinquished from the academy? Something like that. What does that even mean? What does that entail? Relinquished from the academy? Will Smith? Will Smith, of course. Right at the top. Comedian reacting to the slap uh, of fucking course. He's going to react to this for fucking ever. Does resigning at the academy mean anything? What does resignation mean for Smith? When he resigned from the academy, Smith gave up those aforementioned perks. His resignation, however, does not mean he will lose his Oscar for the role. Yeah, like why why would he lose it, the Oscar? There you go. I, I, I did a bad thing. Here's my award back. Okay, we'll give it to the next guy. We'll give it to the next guy. Hey, hey, um, nigga that didn't do much. Nigga that didn't do much on that la- other movie. Shit, I didn't watch the Oscars, so I can't make, like, well-calculated jokes about it. What's, what's the, the Oscars? I don't, if this never happened, we all know we would never watch it though right and there were so many people that won that ma- that mattered you know but not does it even really matter it doesn't really even matter though it doesn't really even matter though cuz it's like oh you watched a movie that, yeah and we sit around like oh my god yes yes so oh, you won you won you act your ass off you Said some lines on the television. Acted like you were living a life you were not. We applaud you for that. We applaud you for acting out your part. That's what. I, that's how I feel like everybody in Hollywood sounds like. Once they get to a certain upper echelon, like when they come in, they're like, "Yeah, man, I just, you know, I just did it for the, I did it for the homies back in, back in, uh." Back in whatever, or like I did it. I did it for my friends at um that we used to go to the coffee bean with, and we just sip down our coffee and talk about how we were gonna be actors, and it was hilarious. Um, but thank you so much. That's for their first movie. Once they get to the next movie, once they get to their fifth movie, 
Thank you so much for winning. I've won my Oscar. Wearing some sparkly dress. Thank you so much. I, I've I've worked so hard. I've read my lines so many times, and I lived a life that I never thought I would as an actor. That's what they should say, but they also do say, and the world is really, like, dying right now, so can we, like, fix it? What's the solution? The solution's Elon Musk, right? Elon Musk, give us give us your $5 billion, please, so you can fix the world? Like, come on, bro. Dang, Elon, just give up your money so we could fix the world. God, this man just... He's just oozing money, and he doesn't want to give it up. <laughs> Come on, Elon, give up that, give it up, give up that five billion, man, and we can really fix the world. We can, we can save, we can save the polar bears. We can stop the turtles from choking on those six beer packs. Those six, um, put the six beer cans together thing. Those are outlawed, right? Oh, we outlaw fucking... We're so quick to outlaw for the animals, bro. We're so quick to outlaw for the sea turtles. Paper bags. We're trying to be eco-conscious, so we're going to use paper bags. Aren't you killing trees, though? No, we're, no, we're being eco-conscious. So use the paper bag and shut the fuck up. Everybody's everybody's so trying to save the turtles, save the polar bears. You think a polar bear cares a shit about you? The polar bear doesn't care about you, bro. Newsflash. Breaking news, breaking news. We are trying to save the polar bears, but it seems they don't give a shit about us. And back to you, Susan. Yes, in other news... <sighs> like political shit pisses me off sometimes, man. Especially when it's shoved in your goddamn face all the fucking time. Just shoving your face. All my favorite shows are getting ruined because it's all about politics now. Like fucking Atlanta. Atlanta had a good first episode. I don't know, it's just the feel of it. Like, the episodes are good, but there's also, like, this underlying feel of it, you know? And it's like, they're kind of doing the same thing still. Like, Childish Gambino was out for a while. Maybe he should have stayed out. He was out for a while doing movies and stuff, so he didn't really have a focus on Atlanta. And I'm putting it all on Childish Gambino, but I is he the prime? Let me see. Is he the prime, uh, he's probably just a producer, right? Producer's a heavy role, though. Atlanta show. Producer is a, is a heavy role. Um, six time. Earn the big payback. Oh, come on. Cast, watch show. Episode guide, overview. Hulu, where is it? Right there. Okay, Atlanta is a story starring Danny Glover. Oh, it got awards. I mean, it was. it's good. It's a good show. It's just 
Donald Glover won everything. He wrote it. Okay, he so he wrote it. He. No, let's see more. Okay, we see that. Came out September 2016. That was prime, prime fire, prime fire. Look at Zazie Beats, bro. She is so attractive. It's like annoying. Cat Williams won an award for that too. That's hilarious. Fuck him, bro. Not fuck him, but like, fuck, fuck, like people tried to destroy him so bad. Wasn't he talking about the Illuminati? Is that why? He's talking about the Illuminati. That's why. That that gives him a little credibility. That gives it a little credibility. Arrive at Hulu. Is that the right English? Anyway, um, but yeah, he seems to be getting all the awards. He got best. He got best actor. He has best writer. He has Gotham Gotham Independent Film Award. He's he's up there. NAACP Image Award for Childish Gambino. He's up there. So that means he has a big hand in it. So I'm not wrong when I'm saying he was out for a while. And he's coming back now, and it seems like he's missing the missing the point. It's more you should just call it I don't even know their names anymore. Like what's the cast names? It should be called Ern Alfred and Darius Ern Alfred Darius and Vanessa's uh shenanigans once again, season three. That's what it feels like. They're just they're just on to some they're just doing shenanigans. Sinterklaas, Sinterklaas, yo, I remember, but in episode two, bro, oh my god, so there's this long tradition, uh, let's look it up, Sinterklaas, there's this long tradition, in. it's hilarious, because I watched a YouTuber, uh, a YouTuber, um, I watched a YouTuber, um explain this i think he was doing a is it racist challenge <laughs> is it racist challenge but it's a dutch tradition okay it's a dutch tradition they are going to they're going they are in dutchland okay is it dutchland what's what's dutch holland holland yes they're in holland and they have this tradition called Cinderclaus. The holiday itself is celebrated in five, in the fifth of December when the gifts are exchanged. Children sing songs to the Cinderclaus at the top of their lungs until they hear a knock on the door. If they have been good, they will find a bag filled with gifts outside their door, which is basically Santa, but you know you gotta twist it up a little bit. You gotta twist it up. So, um, yes, so the tradition actually, where's the, should I buy for, what should I buy for Sinterklaas? Hilarious. So Sinterklaas, they, they have these little, I think in the, in the tradition, there's like these little imps, these little imps that are, get caught in the chimney. They get caught in the chimney, so they have soot on them. So as they, during the holiday, people dress up 
in fucking blackface. They dress up in blackface. They dress up in blackface and say, oh, yeah, we're, um, we're celebrating Sinterklaas. It's Holland. We're celebrating Sinterklaas. Girl, are you going out for Sinterklaas? They're like, yeah, we're going out for Sinterklaas. You already know, girl. You already know, girl. Put your blackface on. Come on, girl. Put your blackface on. And they, and they fucking in the episode in the Atlanta episode, they, he goes to. He goes to make um. He goes to make um a. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. He goes to do a show in Holland, all right? And it happens to be Christmas time. And who's on, who's there on Christmas? Sinterklaas. So Sinterklaas, it's Sinterklaas time, and everybody in the goddamn crowd has blackface on. And he's like, you know what? I'm not doing the show. That was hilarious, actually. See, man, you can make the politics funny. Make the politics funny, but they're still doing antics, still being crazy. You know what I realize now, though, too? Fucking the, the, the rapper, the main rapper guy, he's so expensive. I don't know how how um, Childish Gambino's character, Earn, I don't know how he is even managing him. It's um, It's so... He just spends so much money and, and so many antics that put them in, in difficult situations. As a manager, you're supposed to tame people. I don't know if he says he shouldn't be tamed, but maybe this is leading to something else. Maybe it's leading to him being like, I don't even want to be your manager, which makes sense. I don't even want to be your manager anymore. You're wasting all our money and my resources, you know? Get out of here, cat. Fucking cat, bro, eating on my shit. Messing up my episode. But yeah. But yeah, um. Yeah, man, he's he's messing up his um. He's just not. He's 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 not um, very. He doesn't. He I don't think he knows what goes into being a manager. He's making, uh, Earn's life, like annoying. Oh, spoiler alert, I guess. I mean, I I spoiled, like, one episode. But, um, yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's losing his way on the show. And he is, um, he's losing his way on the show. He is, uh, spending a lot of his money, like, the, the, like, the, the rapper character. He's so annoying. He's so big now. It's funny. Paper boy, paper boy, gotta get that paper boy. Wait, let me. What's the song actually? Paper boy, paper boy, gotta get that paper boy. Paper boy, paper boy. Brian Teray Henry. Three names. Why does he have three names? Tyree. I can't read. He was born in Fairville. Oh, with J. Cole, J. Kizzle. Fairville. Da, 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 da
He's so big on that show. You know what he probably sounds like on the show? He's like, man, I need to get my paper, man. I need to get my fucking paper. Like, I don't play games. I don't do this. I don't do that. But it, when he's when he's talking on interviews, it's like, yes, hello, yes, I'm on my on my on my role in uh, Atlanta, it was it's rather pleasant. They always change up, man. There's there's a type of there's a type of vibe that you have to have as an actor, man. It's a type of vibe you have to have as an actor. Just like billionaires. I'll tell you the thing about fucking rich people, okay? Rich people, if you want to be astronomically rich, you have to be, if you want to be astronomically rich, like astronomically, you want to be a billionaire. You want to be in the Forbes list, okay? You want to be on the Forbes list? There's there's a few things you have to do, okay? You have to be you have to not have any social skills whatsoever, okay? Mark Zuckerberg is a prime example of this. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't know what to talk to people. He doesn't know what to talk to the camera. He's an absolute, I don't believe this shit. You know, I don't believe it, but he might be the only lizard that I know. You know how people, like, in the Illuminati, they're like, oh, yeah, he's in the Illuminati. There's lizard people. Hey, that's bullshit. There's no lizard people. We don't believe that. You're you're degrading the conspiracy. The conspiracy is there's rich people out there that are trying to control the world and um they just want to see the world fall and crumble and they want to see the people under it follow them or like bow to them someday or something, you know? And it's just it, it's the greater goal is to be praised in the future. Now, when people come out and they're like, yeah, man, Biden is a lizard. You're degrading the movement. The movement is all realistic. The movement's all realistic. It's these people that are quintillionaires. Okay, they're quintillionaires and they're trying to control the world. Stop degrading the movement with all these lizard people. There's no lizard people except Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard. He definitely doesn't know how to talk to people. He doesn't know how to interact. Like, I said talk to people. He doesn't know how to interact with anything. Mark, let's see, Mark. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg speaking. Mark Zuckerberg speaking. Let's <laughs> just say speaking. He knows Chinese. Let's see. Hey everyone, it's, it's really great to be here at Georgetown with all of you today. Uh, before we get started, I just want to take a moment to acknowledge that uh, today we lost an icon, Elijah Cummings. Uh, he was a powerful voice uh, for equality and for social progress and for bringing people together. Back when, when I was in college. Uh, what was that pause? I, maybe he was taking a moment of silence? He was taking a moment of silence, but, like, introduce the crowd to the moment of silence. 
That was so strange. And bro, all I did was look up any video. I looked, I didn't say Mark Zuckerberg being awkward, Mark Zuckerberg this and that. No, all I said was Mark Zuckerberg speaking. In the first video, it comes up, he's being weird already. And this is the shit you have to do to, to get a massive amount of money. A bunch of money. Also, also, you cannot dance. You cannot be able to dance. Rhythm, rhythm goes out the window. Once you have too much money, you, you rhythm goes out the window. All right? Where's uh, rhythm? Let's... Uh, Anybody? I, I don't. I don't think I can. I can find that one. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk dancing. Elon Musk, bro. Oh my God. Have you seen Elon Musk dancing? What could the father of the bride possibly be doing on his phone? Checking with his marital advisor to see if he's on track. Bro, look at these moves. Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> no. No. No, you're not allowed. Once you're once you're a billionaire, you're not allowed to dance. Okay? Ah, uh, they're so not rhythmic at all. Once you're a billionaire, do you just lose rhythm? I mean he Elon Musk already seems like a strange guy too. They're all strange. Why are they so strange? Why isn't there a cool billionaire? Why is there all, never a cool billionaire? You know why? Because they were outcasts already. They were outcasts already. Oh, we figured it out. They were outcasts there when they were younger. That's the problem. Everybody wants to be so cool. That's a problem. That's the problem. Everybody wants to be so cool now. You have to be a loser. In your younger years, you have to be a loser. So in your older years, you can be better. We figured it out. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> you have to be, I'm, I'm too, I guess I'm too normal. I mean, I can start now and be, probably be rich by, like, 40 or something. But, um, yeah, right now, like, he's a, he's a, he can't dance. He didn't put his focus into dancing. That's the issue. He put his focus into making money. And that's what you need to do to get a, an a, immense amount of money. You have to work. Fuck dancing. Dancing's out of the question. You You make so much money. You learn to make so much money. That you forget rhythm at all. Forget how how rhythm even works. And then you um, learn to talk weird. You talk weird to people. You're like, um, hello, I'm, uh, hi, I'm Gerald. Uh, nice, nice to meet you. Um, yeah, so I acquired uh, all this money and um, I just worked really hard. I uh, made... I made a um actually made a a new type of um a new type of like some uh, some super obscure fucking product. What's a super obscure product? I made this new ice cream. An ice cream that helps you it's laxative ice cream. It helps you take a doo-doo better and it also freshens your breath at the same time. 
and like, oh my God, how do you even think of that? Well, it was a lot of thinking, a lot of thinking, a lot of no friends, a lot of not, not a lot of friends in my circle. Um, and I just focused on that, and now I've acquired billions. I made an app. I want to get I want to get rich off of the the like the weirdest shit. Like a um like a butt plug. <laughs> this butt plug actually helps you shit better so you put it in your butt. I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that's stupid. That was pretty stupid. I don't Imagine me making billions off butt plugs. That'd be hilarious. It would be it would be also be like really niche. Maybe I'll be I can be like the fucking Louis Vuitton of butt plugs. Like it's the high end one. I'll have the most high end butt plug and everybody's like they'll like <laughs> they'll um show it off on OnlyFans like they're like, yeah, I got the, I got the GJ uh, butt plug. Yeah, you guys, if you use my code in the description, and then I'll make fucking billions, bro. And then I'll forget how to dance, and I won't know how to socialize with people. But yeah, man, that's the key to that's the key, man. That's the key to being a billionaire. Stop trying to be cool, bro. Once you're cool, it's over for you. Once you know how to talk to people, it's over for you. Once you know how to, how to, um, he is, he's probably good at talking to like business people. He's probably really good at talking. To, I mean, he opened, he just opened up a Tesla factory in Germany. He opened up a Tesla factory in Germany. So he's good at talking business. You just have to, you have to lose touch with the little guy, I guess. Once you make so much billions, you're like, oh well. Now let's let's talk to people. <laughs> That's the wrong way to do it. You can't get rich and then. You have to be broke. You have to be broke, busted, and disgusted, to even acquire any of the skills that bring you along in life. Because once you get money, all it is does is just accentuate the shittiness about you. Like like the billionaires, man. Like it's Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. Look at them dance. Does Mark Zuckerberg have a video dancing? Okay, we're back. My computer was just wonking up, so I had to start it over. But yeah. Um if you want to be a billionaire, be a you gotta be a loser first. And remember that when you when you're thinking about acquiring millions. Do you wanna be cool with people, or do you want to be a billionaire? And that's the hard—that's the hard truth and the hard choices you have to make as a as a human being. There was this kid. <laughs> speaking of weird people, there was this kid. There was this kid in um, um, uh, high school. Everybody, everybody called—I don't know what his real name was, but everybody called him Silent Bob. I think Silent Bob is a reference. I'm using my phone for stuff now. I think Silent Bob was a reference to something. Um, Silent Bob. 
Oh, Silent... Okay, there's a Silent Bob. There's already a Silent Bob. Silent Bob is a filmmaker. His name is Kevin Smith. What films did he make? Harley... Oh, no. Uh, he named his daughter Harley Quinn Smith. Uh, is he rich, too? He's probably rich, too. Another thing to tack on to if you want to be rich. You have to have weirdo... You have to name your kids weird names. Oh, God. His movies include The Clerks, which is probably a cult classic. I've heard of The Clerks. Jace and Silent Bob Strike Back. Jay and Silent Bob Reboot in 2019. How well did that do? Of course it did terribly. Or it was mixed. It was half-half. Tusks in 2014. Mall Rats. Chasing Amy. I think that was a... I think that was a good movie. Chasing Amy? Baby, was Chasing Amy a good movie? You saw Chasing Amy? Baby. You heard... You, you saw Chasing Amy? Oh, okay. All right, all right. Well, it got a 7.2, so... It probably was a good movie. So the, he's he's has some credibility, you know? But, yeah. Anyway, just looked him up. Just looked him up to tell you about this guy. You know there's always that one guy in the hood that was, like, living in the hood? You know how everybody in the hood seems, like, real cool and shit? They're like, oh, yeah, it was good. It was popping. Brand new whip just hopped in. You know, they're always chilling. They're always cool. You, they hang around with the people that live around them, and everybody thinks they're cool. He, and then there's always that one guy that lives in the hood and is a goddamn weirdo. He's a goddamn weirdo. He's all, He walks around, doesn't say much. This guy, this guy, he walked around, didn't say much. That's why he got the name Silent Bob. Like the... You remember Silent Bob? That's hilarious. He, prob he probably... I never... I mean, he didn't talk. So I don't know... I don't know what he... He stood for or anything. But you know what I did know he did? He walked, he, I believe he was sick one day. He walked up the stairs and looked, at, he stopped, okay? So he walked up the stairs, he stops, and he looks around. He looks around, like, not, not to, like, watch out for anything. You know how people look around to see if anybody's looking? He just looked around to, like, figure out what he was doing. There were so many people around. I think we were in between switching classes. And there were so many people around. And he's looking around for some odd reason. And he just throws up on the floor. I'm like, what the fuck? He looks around. And then throws up on the floor. Shakes shakes it off, you know. Shakes off whatever. And then keeps walking. Doesn't tell a nurse. Doesn't tell a janitor to clean up his throw up or something. Just keeps walking, and everybody's looking around like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> everybody's looking around at him, just throwing up in a corner, <laughs> and then he walks away and doesn't call anybody. And everybody's just looking at the throat, like, "What the? F what the, the one kid that's a goddamn weirdo, and I never had any conversational exchange with him ever." 
And this kind of makes the story even funnier because it's like I don't know him from a hole in the wall. And he just throws up in a corner. It's like, okay, now I'll never know you from a hole in the wall because you're you seem strange. Which is upsetting. You shouldn't you shouldn't judge a a book by its throw up. You always you always you always uh cut cut your first impressions. Like cut the idea out of your first impression, how it's supposed to go, how they are supposed to be. You know, take that take that um I always take that with a grain of salt. I'll be judging everybody before I meet them. And then I talk to them, and then my ju- my judgment changes. It's a survival mechanism. People always say, oh, don't judge a book by its cover. What if the cover of the book looks bad? What if the cover of the book looks sneaky or slimy or grimy as a person? That's how you survive in this world. That's how people have survived for centuries. They judge books by covers. Honestly, if you're not if you're not judging, if you're not judging somebody before you meet them, you have bad survival skills. And I know it's like, but if you look at somebody and you're not judging and you're already assuming that their life is like, oh, they they seem cool, they seem fine, then you probably have nothing to worry about. People are good at at sneaking like sneaking up on you though. There's some people that are fucking psychopaths that are like, "Oh yeah, this is this is my true motives, actually. <laughs> like dudes out there trying to get girls. Like, yeah, actually, uh, I actually just want to hang out with you. No, I wanted your pussy all along. Now bend over. Wow, wow, you're such a great girl. Your personality is so great. Just everything about you just screams, I want to make you my wife. Now give me bend over and give me that pussy. And it's like, it's upsetting. We would love, I would love for everybody's true motives to be up front, but that's not, that's not always the case. But yeah, judge a book by its cover and then go interact with them. Don't judge them and then walk away and think these things of them. Go interact with them. See how the, see how the book is. You got to read a couple pages, see how the book is. You know, so Silent Bob, if you're out there, man, my girlfriend says you're a great guy. I haven't seen it. All I saw was that throw up in the corner. But um, hey, man, hope you're doing well out there. <laughs> Silent Bob, how do you get that name? That further proves that men are just fucking robots. We're just robots. Women don't understand us because we're just so simplistic. We're so simplistic, they think we're dumb. And hey, man, I know I'm not dumb. I'm just saying. The simplicity, like, look how easy it is to be me. It's so easy to be me. It's so easy to be a guy. We speak, our lives are like video games. Mission accomplished. That's that should that should be the sound every time we do something. Shit, I gotta do the dishes. Mission accomplished. Damn, I'm damn. I, I'm just really horny. I need to beat my dick. Ah, uh, mission accomplished. Dang, man, I need to go and 
I don't know, what else? I need to clean my shoes. Mission accomplished. You know, just like everything, everything is just a mission accomplished. Girls, on the other hand, you know, they don't understand this because maybe they don't think in mission accomplished. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm not saying anything, you know. I'm not saying anything is is infinite or f- anything finite. I'm not saying anything finite. This is just me trying to figure out how the world works. And you know what I learned? I just learned about me. I just know about me. And you know what's about me? You know what I know about me? I um I work in mission accomplished. It's one task to another task to another task. And once a task is completed, I move on to the next task. And it's like, wow, you're so simple. I mean, yeah, what, how else do you live? You live simply. We're simply just living. So, um, yeah, maybe I should just, like, throw up in a corner or something. You know? Silent Bob didn't seem to have an issue with it, so. There's like le- there's like levels to the to the to the robot mentality though. Like I guess Silent Bob is like number one, and then that guy I told you guys about, like the um, that guy that was um, I need to go get a beverage. I will tell you the story after I acquire my beverage. That guy was so weird. He's so weird. And 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 he told he told one of my friends that I was making like he didn't like the way I was making fun of him because he's a robot. But bro, that's what you that's what I mean when you say book judge a book by its cover. He's a goddamn he's a goddamn robot. Who says I need to go acquire a beverage? You say I want to go get a drink. He said he said, Oh, I'm we were at, we were talking about our story. We okay. So we were talking about our stories, and um, like we had a story, and then we were like we were playing around. We we're like, okay, you go. And then he they told a story, and then he was like, well, I have a story, and he said it just like that. I'm not making fun of him. That's how he said it. He said, I have a story, and we were like, okay, tell the story. I um, I will tell you the story, but I'm actually quite parched. I I I'm gonna go get a beverage. And they were like, "Oh, well, before you know, before you, before you go get that, let, tell us the story really quick." He said, "I will tell you the story after I acquire my beverage." It's like, what? Are you human? He might be a little. He's that's a, bro. The, and then he went and told my friend, "Oh, <laughs> I was so messed up. I made fun of him for it. <laughs> I would make fun of because, but he, but he was laughing. He was laughing. So I was like." No, he actually laughed like, <laughs> like covering his mouth, <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's it was so weird. It was so strange. He was actually really cool, but it was he was just so strange. <laughs> I'm gonna go get a drink. Re, re recalibrating to smarter, smarter words. I will acquire a beverage. 
I think I think he told the story. I don't remember the story. He he. <laughs> Is that ultimate nervousness? Because he always seemed like he knew what he had to say. He knew what he had to say all the time. He never like stuttered. He never stuttered. Oh, that's, yeah, maybe his brain was computing like that. But also, but like, I will go acquire a beverage. It's like, bro. <laughs> of course. Of course. That's what happens. How many tires are you going to go through? Shanti. Yes. All right. All right. Stop interacting. It was it was funny, but uh, you know. Okay. Love you too. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Anyway, yeah. Dang, I I should have grabbed I should have grabbed some water. I should have acquired a beverage. I don't have any water near me. My mouth's getting a little dry. I will acquire a beverage. I shall acquire a beverage. Weirdo. Like, he told, you told, she, he told our friend, but we would sit there and just try and keep straight faces, but it's so weird. It was, he's just so strange. And he was a cool guy. It was just so funny because it was like, nobody talks like this. And you know what? He might be a fucking billionaire. He's a billionaire in hiding. And we're just, we're making fun of him for it. But that, that's step one. Don't know how to talk to people. Step one, that's how you make money. You don't talk to people. You only talk business. He only talked business. The beverage. He had to acquire the beverage. That's business. He didn't want to talk to us. He didn't want to tell us the story. His story, that doesn't make money. Stories don't make money. Stories out of your mouth don't make money when you write them down, you know. He's probably a great writer. A lot of eccentric words. I also had another kid in college. He was he was such a good writer. Just every other word was a, a smarter word than the other word before it. And he got A pluses on all his goddamn papers. Wow. I remember he bought, yo, he fucking bought a class in front of my face. I don't know if he was trying to flex on me or nothing, but... I think we called him rich. But he was like, no, you know, everybody's all so bashful when they... He had a nice house, too. It was only two tiers. It was only a two-tier house, too. But it was real nice. The way they were set up, you could see the living room from downstairs. We went to this this uh, party. Everybody had some... Uh, um, we went to this party. He was... um. You know, we went to this party at his house, and there was a bunch of people there and stuff. He was a little, he was a little mopey because he, um, there was this girl he would always mess with, bro. There was this girl that would be messing with his feelings, and there was this girl, and he would be messing with her. He'd keep falling for it over and over again. 
just keep falling for it. Like, oh, I'm remembering all this shit. He just kept falling for her over and over again. And he didn't learn his lesson from the first time. She was, she was, oh my God, she was, oh my God. I mean, if, if not, if you won't fall for someone, fall for her, you know? But he kept falling for it because she was goddamn beautiful and she like liked him, but she didn't know what she wanted. And it was annoying. But, um, you know, and, um, I remember he also he also was kind of strange, too, because he got he was always happy all the time. And then when he got mad, he was like weird about it. He would like punch a wall. He would like fake punch a wall. He would be like, Ugh. like, <laughs> like no, no aggression in it. Probably a lot of a lot of um, just just like just not, doesn't get out his anger or doesn't even have real anger. Just um. I don't know. I don't know how to ex- I explain it, but he's like he was just like weirdly not not that angry. And it was really strange. And it was kind of hilarious cuz he was he was he would be so happy all the time when he got mad it looked fake. He'd punch a wall so softly. He'd be like, "Oh, god. How dare she play me again?" He didn't say that, but I'm trying to get my point across that he was like not really that angry. But yeah, we had this lit lit party. It was all the all the everybody from his church or, and everybody from college and we were chilling and stuff and we played Never Have I Ever and I came up with the worst Never Have I Evers ever. And um I just thought of the name for the episode. Yeah, but um Yeah, that just that story just popped up in my head. That's hilarious. Yeah, man, but Yeah. You know what? Thanks for thank you for spending time with me. That was um that was funny. That was crazy. That was just reminiscing on the end of that, you know? But um we appreciate you here at the Unemployed Podcastisto. And um we hope to see you again in another life, in another episode, in another podcast. Now, hopefully, it's another podcast of mine. Um, we appreciate you. And, um, this is...